Good morning, and this is Lisa Hawkins with Christian Warrior Woman. I hope um, I'm reaching you at a time when you are ready to receive a blessing, receive insight, receive love, receive restoration, redemption. I just pray for your healing with this um, tip for the day. And I really hope that God opens your eyes to to understand more about yourself and more about your relationship and more about faith. Many of these teachings are related to the book Christian Warrior Woman that God has really allowed me to reach women all over the world with his word and with testimonies of healing and how to gain strength and boldness and courage through tough situations. And today I want to talk about reaching for higher ground. In talking with many people and even hearing um, testimonies of others, something that I, I find that is common among women and probably men as well, but definitely among women. We look at our lives sometimes and, and we really believe that there is no one that is struggling as low or feeling as low as, as we are feeling. And it appears that others, their highs are always so much higher and sometimes we feel unworthy that our God doesn't deem us worthy to reach some of those highs. And that's really a lie. Something that's true about every person's life is there are highs and there are lows. And then there are low lows sometimes. And I think many times when we wind up feeling lower than low is our response to times of stress and difficulty. Many try to deal with stress and, and pain and, and loss on our own. And we wind up digging a deeper wound. And then there are those who either are surrounded by or have people in their lives that are holding a lifeline to them and refuse to let them go down any further. And they have the power of God and faith and encouragement to move those people to the next needle. And we have individuals who learn from each life lesson and some who, again, without that lifeline, just continue to spiral until they figure it out. But something what I want to share um, as an example and really an assignment for everyone listening to this. And I find it really strange that we don't do more of it or we don't encourage it more in the body of Christ and amongst ourselves. We think of secrets and we think of holding things to ourselves, but 
we don't really think about what the word says or what should we what we should do as believers. So I want you today I want you to think about one of the areas or the area that you struggle with the most. I want you to write it down. I want you to to try and do a diagnosis of yourself and think of it like it's a disease. What do you think was the onset of the symptoms? Um, What do you think, what are some of the manifestations in your life of these symptoms? Who is affected by these symptoms? And all the emotions that are behind this area. And I want you to also write, what has this situation or or emotional distress, how has it made you feel about God? About your loved ones? And really pray to open. The Lord already knows. So you can't tell him anything more painful than he already knows and sees operating in your life. And then I want you to write what you believe your remedy is. You might want to take a day or two to write that and really seek in the word what you know to do. Many of us that struggle with areas in our lives, we know what to do, but it's getting our mind to be in agreement and our thoughts to be in agreement. And sometimes seeing it in paper can make it a little bit more profound. But I'm not done with you yet. When you write down what you believe your remedy is, so you're going to write what your history, what your manifestations are, who it has affected, what your thoughts are about God and others, maybe family, maybe co-workers, whatever, your best friend. And then you're going to write what you believe you can do to help yourself diminish the manifestations or rid yourself of this entirely. So the final step is after you have this written out, I want you to find a person that you can talk and share this exercise with. Doesn't have to be anybody super spiritual or um, or anything like that, but someone that the Lord puts on your heart for you to share this situation with. One, you're going to see a rapid response in the spirit. But two, you're also throwing a lifeline out to someone else stating you need help which many of us are uncomfortable being vulnerable. And number three, you'll also show people and someone else what they should do 
when they're under duress, when they're under stress. We spend so much time trying to be perfect people, acting like everything is wonderful, the Lord is wonderful, my life is wonderful, and we're not being honest, we're not being transparent, we're not being truthful. But I find I share and my friends probably get tired of me sharing times of strength, times of faith, times of of when God comes through in a miraculous way. Why do I share? I don't really share it because I'm trying to brag. I share it because I really want them to share and be transparent, to be honest. I don't I don't seem to get that kind of response like I would like to hear the miracles and blessings that God is doing in their lives. People hold on to their stuff, even when it's good. And to me, that's like the easiest way to give God recognition in a world that is hungry to know that God is real and that God is blessing and restoring and healing. And I I feel for me personally, it's a sin for me to hold back the blessings and the grace and the forgiveness and the honesty and the love of Lord from other people. It's not about preaching, but it can be about teaching. It can be about sharing love. And when people see your genuineness and they see that, wow, your faith and how encouraged you are, they will be hungry for it. Our role as Christians is not to have to announce that we are Christians. But in order to show our light, our hunger, our joy, our fears, to show our humanity and to show that in our frailty and our weakness, that we have a God that hears us. We don't have to get stuck in what denomination they're in or what church they go to or who their pastors or how they dress or what day they worship. Who cares? All I care about is that they see that I have a king in my life that rules the earth and the heavens and brings blessings and and carries me through tough times. We all have tough times. Sickness, unemployment, disease, death, divorce, wayward children, addictions, abuse. But there is a way, there is a hand, there is a joy that can be waiting for us. So I ask you today to be bold, to be courageous, to be transparent, to be honest with somebody about a struggle that you have, about a testimony of of restoring that God has. We're always, he's always available to us. We should be always available to share with someone who is struggling how we got over, how we crossed a deep divide, how we made it through the dry desert areas of our lives. Let us show people how to bring down rain 
when we are dried out, when we are fed up, when we are broke. Let's show people how to pray. Let's show people how to love. Let's show people how to trust so that they can then share their story. They can then be vulnerable with somebody. You don't have to be in ministry to be vulnerable and to share your story. We all have one. Don't let shame and the enemy think that you're insignificant, that you're not important. You are. And this hour is important for you as a believer, for you to stretch your faith and to watch God bring forth his word, his healing power through you. I don't care if you're 12 or 90, you have the power to bring change. This world is desperate for you. We always look and say, oh, God, do this. God, do that. And God is saying, I have you in the situation. So do something about it. He created you for change. Don't let him down. Amen. Be blessed. Have a great day. Look forward to hearing your testimonies of change.